morning, everyone. All right, get rid of that. Hello. Hey, good to see you, folks. Morning, morning. You might see me swatting a few mosquitoes this morning. My uh, wonderful 13-year-old son came to my studio office and left the door open all night, so there's about a 1,000 mosquitoes in here today. <laughs> anyway, there you go. Welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat, folks. Good to see you. Morning to all of you. Uh, Facebook user, thanks for the shout-out. Hello. I'm sure you're in our group somewhere. Morning, Alison and Melinda, a few of the regulars. Aaron, Jeff, all the way from the Philippines. Mate, uh, good to see you. You should pop by the office over there, Jeff. Say good day to the team. Welcome along, folks. Good to have you here for a terrific Tuesday. That's what it is. It's a terrific Tuesday. Today, I thought we might talk about a couple of things. Hey, there you go. There's Alex. Oh, Cairns. Pelton Town, mate, is it? Yeah, well, at that time of the year, isn't it? Up, up, up that way. Used to live in Charters. It used to get a bit wet this time of the year. Come on, Perrin. Good morning, Sharon. Hey, Sharon. Good to see you. Luke, it's in the house. Oh, everyone's here. It's good to see. Good to see. Great to see. Well, um, for most of you, you know who I am. But there it is, Jason Witten. If you didn't already know, we do these Wealth Coffee Chats each morning, weekdays, weekdays mostly, uh, around about 10 past eight. We talk about property investing, about going the distance in this gig, in this game called property investing. Because really, at the end of the day, this thing's a marathon, not a sprint. You guys hear me say that all the time. The idea is to buy something that you like, you're happy to own, and keep it. Buy well, do not sell. That's the general gist of property investing. Anything else is not property investing as far as I'm concerned. Buying and renovating, that's a business. You know, Even if it's a side hustle, it's still you know uh, trying to make a margin on something. Uh, the idea, if you are a property investor, medium to long term, the idea is to own real estate for a minimum of 15 years. 15 years, folks. So that's what I talk about at these Wealth Coffee Chats. So welcome, whoever you are, wherever you're from, let us know. Luke's all the way from Geelong. Uh, we've got Alex up in Cairns. We've got Jeff dialing in from the Philippines. Where are you? Tell us this morning. Give us a shout-out in the chat. Get involved. Uh, always like to sort of hear from you what's going on. But today I thought we would talk about the idea of uh, who's heard of this idea? It's not about how much you make, it's about how much you keep. Anyone heard that? And who's the number one? Who is the number one, number one uh, recipient of most uh, uneducated, uh, unstructured, unobserved, unknowledgeable workers, income earners in Australia. Who receives the most money uh, or the money before anyone else does when you earn dollars and cents? Terrible question. Anyway, who gets your cash before you do? The tax department. Dead right. All right, there you go. Tim's on it. Uh, No, Tim, uh, Jeff. Morning, Tim, is what I meant to say. All right, let's have a look at this. Let's kick it off this morning. Let's kick it off this morning. And some of you have seen this before, um, so I'll whip through this part, but let's have a quick chat. Now, many of you have seen this uh, idea of days of the week, right? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And if you haven't seen this before, hang around for maybe a minute, and I'll set the scene for our conversation today. We kick off the week, just so you know, 
P-A-Y-G. Pay as you go. Earners, tax earners. Right now, you sitting at home right now, yesterday, the whole of yesterday for the average Aussie, the ATO, the tax man, collected every single cent you earned yesterday. Every single dollar was theirs. All right, every single dollar yesterday was the tax man's, folks. Um, and uh, unfortunately, let's say you're earning average $100,000. That's $25,000 in tax, not the percentage. And I'll talk about that in a second. 25K in tax for 100, ga- uh, 100 grand earning. It doesn't get much better on Tuesday morning. So you're sitting there right now. It's 8 o'clock in Queensland. It's 9 o'clock. Victoria and New South Wales and somewhere in between um, us places. But right now, you're still, the tax man's still got his hand in your pocket, folks. Right now, the tax man is paying, getting uh, getting paid, and you're not. And over a 40-year period, over 40 years, uh, on average, a, um, all right, let's not, uh, let me do this so you can see. Over a 40-year period, uh, an average family combination between husband and wife in careers, you know, $175,000. The tax payable there, $53,000 a year, that's $2.1 million for that taxes. And how much do they pay you? Tell me, folks. How much are they going to pay you after you pay $2.1 million in taxes as a couple? How much are they going to pay you per fortnight uh, on the pension, if you haven't done, if you haven't looked after yourself properly with your super, now they're going to tax that. Um, anyway, you get the gist, right? You get the gist. That's what happens. So the tax man puts his hand out and takes a fair chunk. Uh, what else happens? Well, super takes a chunk out of most people's incomes. Um, next comes the bank, all right, or the Landlord, if you're renting right now, the average Aussie is um, uh, is paying thirty percent or more for their mortgage, and rents are going up thirty percent or more, folks, for rental. Right. So let's say that's what it looks like now. You get to Friday. Uh, what happens on Friday? Well, you've got to you know cover the credit card. You've got to feed the kids. You've got to do – like there's not much, if anything, left over for you to to create wealth from as we go. So can we work on this? Can we, as property investors, understand how to manage this, what I believe is a is a, mis, uh, a mismatch on value, let's say, when it comes to us as property investors. Can we manage it? The answer is yes. The answer is yes. And it's what I call the understanding of the game of a game of 30. All right, let's have a look at this. And I'm going to quickly show you a little calculator here for a second. And what do I mean by a game of 30? Let's drill into, I'll make this a smidgen bigger. Now, when we all have a look at our tax, uh, how much we earn, Often we're told or we understand what's called a tax rate, right? We're told about a tax rate, a rate of tax that we pay. You know, it might be 19 cents. It might be 32 cents, 37, 45 cents, whatever it is, the tax rate that we're on. But that does not mean that that is the percentage of tax we pay. 
All right. This is a very simple little calculator, which is fantastic. $170,000, you would pay 30% across the whole tax range. Um, 30% of that money would be going out in taxes, tax payable, $53,000, okay? So I'm going to use that this morning as a little bit of a calculator, and we're going to have a look at how can we manage effectively manage effectively us earning dollars and how the flow of dollars and cents actually works when it comes to uh, us as investors and how we can manage this as we go along. So let's have a look at this. You as an individual earn, let's say this is what's called the PAYG um, world, So let's say right now we earned $100,000, and this is the flow of money as we go along, all right? Let's have a look at who gets the crack first. All of you know this. The taxman gets a piece of the action first, right, Um, as we go. So they get their $25,000. Then, you know, uh, compulsory super. So in goes the super. That would be, let's say, 15K or whatever it might be. And third, um, is there any other is there any other compulsories before it comes out to you um, that you now have your after tax dollars? Okay, so this is kind of the the number. Call it that. Now you got your after tax and super contributions um, dollars in your pocket. Okay, so. We earned 100, 100K and we end up with 65K in the hand, right? Everyone following along? Give me a yes in the chat if you know what I'm saying when it comes to this thing here. Then we have to now pay. We have to now pay our what with our after tax dollars. Tell me in the chat right now. You earn some money. It goes through this kind of, it goes through this mechanism, ladies and gents, folks. It goes through this mechanisms. All right. Um, you, you you pay your tax, your super gets contributed so the government doesn't have to look after you. They tax you and then they make you put your own money in the super. Anyway, don't, don't get me started here. And then they're going to tax you on the super. Yeah, you got to pay for your hair and makeup. That's right, Jeff. you got to pay for your expenses, right? you got to pay for your life in after-tax dollars, folks. That's how it works, right? It flows through like that. So, you know, the idea is how can we, as PAYG earners, how can we rearrange that? Because let me let me just show you something else here. And what are, what are things in life, you know, that we have to pay for? You know, food, accommodation, travel, you know, phones, car, you know, fuel, whatever it is. So let's go over, have a look at over here. And I want to show you something right now that uh, that's pretty interesting as far as I'm concerned. Over there is PAYG. Let's say this is a proprietary limited company, okay? PTY company, okay? And this is um, uh, a business. And how does a business work, folks? How does a business? Yeah, you have to pay for your interest rates after tax if it's PAYG. And I think you're onto something there, Tim. So let's just talk about this. So business, how does it work for a business, folks? Well, a business earns money, okay? So tell me in the chat, 
the business earns money, and then what does it pay, folks? If a business earns money, and maybe this is new to you because you've never seen this before, the flow of money, a business earns money, and then what does it or what can it pay for? Folks, tell me, tell me, tell me that quickly in the chat if you know. A business earns money and then it can pay for its what? I'll just put it in here to keep the, the morning flowing. Uh, it can pay for its expenses, okay? So costs, expenses, and costs. So a business earns money, it pays for its expenses and costs, and by and large, some of those expenses and costs be, it can be a car, folks. It can be a car, it can be your telephone bill, it can be all sorts of stuff. So sometimes business owners certainly get, if they use this flow of money smartly, smartly, then folks, you can be, um, you know, you can get a bit of an advantage, a bit of a, a bit of a, a leg up. Then what happens? Expenses and costs um, go uh, go through a business, and then you, what do you end up with, team? What do you end up with, ladies and gents? You end up with a say it out loud to me, a profit. Okay, a profit. Uh, hopefully, anyway, business owners, then the company pays tax on that profit. In Australia at the moment, the tax rate is 25%. And then if the if the business chooses to, then it would start, it would give you some money if you're the owner or you're a shareholder of that business. And then that thing would start again, right? You'd go tax, you know, super, after tax, um, uh, after tax, etc. Okay, so how can we tell me in the chat just quickly? And this might be a little complicated this morning to put in the chat, but I want you to tell me how could we? Question mark, right? Question, question. How could we? How could we as payg investors? How could we pay for some of our expenses and costs before we get taxed, folks, and shift down the uh, shift down the the ladder? Who is getting their grotty hands on your money first? Tell me in the chat. How can we shift down the order? of those who are getting our money, how can we shift it down? How can we shift it down? Boom, Tim is on it. And more importantly, Tim, yeah, you can buy property in your super if that's appropriate for sure, Jeff. Um, Chat to your financial planner, obviously, folks. So let's have a look at this. What business, anyway, what business would we put install as a payg earner well we would install most of us on the call today are already believers in property investing so we install property investing as a business so it's a personal business and 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 the the ato's ruling on this is if you incur any expenses while investing for your future, you can offset that against your PAYG income, folks, okay? 
uh, and that's fantastic. So if we buy some investment properties, all right, and like Tim was saying there, we get our costs and our deductions to offset them, what does that do? How does that work, folks? Let's have a look at this, all right? Let's have a look at this. If we earn $100,000, right, and we would normally pay, let's just go back to our little calculator. Uh, Let's just pop this one up for a second as well. Uh, Hopefully, you guys can see that there. So let's go here and say, all right, we earn $100,000, and our tax on that is 25%. You can see that down the bottom, $24,000 and tax, all right? So if we install before that a couple of investment properties, ladies and gents, a couple of investment properties, we install some properties and those properties, just quickly, let's have a look at this. I've got one here. I've just loaded up an investment property. I've put the numbers in, okay, and let's just go have a look quickly at the report here and we have a negative cash flow property pre-tax, before tax, and we've got some net profit and losses, which is depreciation plus your costs. We get a tax refund and it's positive cash flow after tax, okay? This is how it works and probably don't have time to dive deeply into it today. But with depreciation, if we have a quick look at, you know, something simple right now, you know, which is the um the the non cash losses depreciation land goes up building goes down we can claim you know a significant amount of money $18,000 of losses matter of fact $77,000 worth of non cash losses you don't have to lose cash folks to claim the loss right which is an expense to us as an investor. Let's keep this rolling. I'll show you what I mean by that. And let's get our thing back up here. So as we go through, if we install our property investing, our costs plus deductions, and we get, let's say, $25,000 worth of offsets and deductions, how does that help us with our tax? Well, that's considered an expense and a cost, okay? Hopefully, you're following along at home still um, because this is where um, it really comes to the front. So this is where now we install that. And so here, let's have a look at the outcome on what happens here. We've got $25,000 payable in tax, $100,000 income. We've got twenty. Four thousand. We just did the math before. Twenty-four thousand worth of offsets and deductions. And how that works is it reduces your taxable income from a hundred to seventy-five thousand. Even though you're earning a hundred, the calculation is now based on seventy-five. And check that out. Our tax went from twenty-four thousand to sixteen thousand, folks. Twenty-four thousand to sixteen thousand. What do you think about that? Tell me in the chat. Anyone like that idea? With the property that you purchased, you don't have to lose money, and we can talk about what that means in a second. Here we go. Boom. 
back here, you had a $25,000 deduction. Now you're only paying tax on the 75 k that is after our expenses and offsets, right? Uh, and you can claim those deductions through your payroll, like Tim said, and you can claim it weekly, fortnightly, and monthly. So there's no issues with your cash flow, all right? Further, if you wanted to, you could do some things with, um, you know, contributions to super and other things which can manage your tax even further if you've got that's appropriate and you've got the right cash flow. So there you go. Just a quick one this morning. Instead of letting the government get their grotty hands on your money first, right, let's, let's be honest, you and how you behave, what you do with your money, instead of paying $2.1 million into the future in taxes, you could easily claw back seven, eight hundred, a million dollars worth of those taxes into the future, put it into your own wealth so you don't have to rely on the government for anything in the future. I think that's a smart idea. I think that's a smart idea. Anyway, there you go. Hopefully that made sense. It was a little bit detailed this morning, maybe for a quick coffee chat, but the point is this, team. You guys know the drill. Property has multiple ways of creating efficiency and wealth for us, and we need to make sure we understand each and each way of it, right? Everyone likes the idea of capital growth. Yeah, that's wonderful. Everyone likes the idea of like getting positive cash flow. Yeah, that's wonderful. Um, but most people don't really understand about the tax efficiency of property investing either. Um, and uh, away we go. Yeah, I reckon they're going to put it up today, Tim. Uh, I'm, I'm calling yes. I think we've got two more folks. They've overcooked it already. We already know, but they never call it early, Tim. They'll overcook it. We'll probably, we'll probably um, officially, we'll probably officially, unfortunately, tip into a uh, a recession, GDP growth will slow, uh, and uh, then they'll drop the interest rates fast in 2024. That's probably what's going to happen. Um, we already talked about this ages ago, didn't we? We already thought it was going to get up to that three and a half, three point seven five. Um, but there you go. Anyway, it doesn't, it won't stop us, team folks. When it comes to property investing, you guys know the drill, the data out there with the supply chain and the vacancy rates um, and the rental rental stuff going on right now is just insane, folks. Um, so if you're worried about cost of interest right now and you're starting property investing, there's good strategies to, to get hold of real estate now at the right price uh, and uh, only have to pay for it in a couple of years' time. Um, so make sure you come along to the coaching call next week on that one, folks. Anyway, there you go. Wealth Coffee Chat done and dusted, team. I think that's it. I think I should probably go now. I've got nothing else to say this morning. There you go. All right, folks, great to see you. Thanks for joining. You guys be awesome and well. Join me tomorrow for another one. That's probably what I should say. Join me to tomorrow for another one about 10 past 8. If you're up for it, um, come and hang out. That'd be cool. And uh, Remember, this thing's a marathon, not a sprint. You've got to buy well, don't sell, and be smart and efficient. It's not about how much you make. It's about how much you keep, folks. It's about how much you keep. All right, there you go. Anyway, 
You guys be awesome. Be well. See ya. That's it. Done and dusted. Bye, folks.